we watched five new movies or Disney Plus original episodes and have an in-depth discussion about what they did right, wrong, and everything in between. Join us as we relive our childhood, learn about what our parents called the good old days, and discover what kids are talking about now. I'm Morgan. And I'm Tyler. And And we we are are discussing discussing Disney Plus. In episode 6, we will be discussing The Mandalorian Chapter 3 titled The Sin. Warning, spoilers ahead. Stop here and watch now if you don't want to be spoiled. Alright, jumping right in on here. Let's start with the recap. How amazing was it to see the baby use the force for the the mud horn or the rhino looking thing? Right, one of the notes I took during the thing is I'm like, is this worth talking about again? Yes. But completely. <laughs> because how adorable and how, like, awe-worthy. Yeah. The the baby still just continues to blow my mind with its sheer power and adorableness. That's, like, the perfect package. Exactly. And which goes to the beginning of the actual episode here. Excuse me, Mandalorian, why were you manhandling the baby Yoda? Because baby Yoda... Which I hate, it makes me cringe to say that, but whatever, I have to get used to it. Baby Yoda crawled or f- forced his way out of the little baby carriage and just took a little ball off the knob, off the lever in his ship. Like, come on. Like, it's a baby! Well, and it's just funny to see, like, how candid the Mandalorian is, just, like, picking him up and putting him back in the thing. Right, all very unemotional. But, but you, you kind of see the, the tinge of a relationship starting in the sense yeah. of. You can see, like, how the the baby and him are going to behave in the future. Right. Kind of thing. Well, and exactly. Which, before I even get to the point that I want to get to, turns in the baby, and the bad guys were like, okay, here's your payout. Thanks for bringing him. You know, I'm so amazed. This is so cool. Thank you so much. Here's your payout. And it's a, a ton of best card steel. So, of course, the Mandalorian is, is happy. But then the Mandalorian says, what are you going to do with him? And let's just say, I will only say this once in a blue moon, but Tyler was right. Yeah, I, I not to brag, but I called this. And, and I'm not mad that I'm right or anything else like that, but I called it. And I'm not even, like, I don't even would say it makes it predictable, but he says, okay, what are you going to do with it? And the the bad guys were basically just like, that's none of your business. That's it's not your concern. You know, that's really tacky of you to ask that being in the line of business that you're in. Yeah, they said, you know, we paid you. That's yeah. the end of it. Walk away. Exactly. To go on, I mean, we'll talk about it more later in the episode, but I called that. Which kind of leads into the fact of, like, who is the Mandalorian? They, they've they built up these last three episodes of kind of a, a mystery around him. Right. And, and it it's, has me on the edge of my seat the same way that Wayward Pines did. Oh, jeez. And I'm just like, I'm like, <laughs> this is all going to explode at the same time. And it's just like, you can just, like, feel it building with, like, intensity. Right. And, and I'm so mad that it's not, like, just shoved on there all at once. Right. And if, oh. his, if his identity wasn't important, they would have revealed it already. Yeah. Like, his, like, and I'm not saying, like, it'll be groundbreaking of, like, who he actually is. But it's going to be a big deal if we ever find out. Like, and I'm not, I say if because, I mean, we may never find out. But they, they're showing the beginning parts of his life. Obviously, in this episode, they, sh- they showed his memory of when his parents were killed. Yes. Which I also want to say, I'm curious as to how old he is, because they showed super battle droids in the flashback. Now, the battle droids are from the prequel trilogy, and not to say that they don't exist, you know, post-prequel trilogy. However, they're very few and far between, so... There I, wouldn't be, like, a big army of them attacking like there was there, kind of. Yeah, exactly, exactly. They were, they were out of commission and things like that, so... 
that's another thing that piqued my curiosity, and we'll see kind of, you know, if that detail really means anything later on. Yes, and I think there, at, this, at this point in the episode, there was a very clear line drawn in the sand, which kind of makes me think, you know, when you were kids and you were walking to the grocery store and you saw cupcakes sitting next to um, a steak and you're like, there was a decision made here. Right, right. That's kind of what that was. Well, yeah, because he, he, was, he was having the flashback back in his head and he got his new armor, you know, and he... He went to the Carl Weathers character and got his next job, and he basically was about to leave the planet to go on to his next job, and then he, you know, was in his cockpit and everything else like that, and he's like, you know what, screw it. I'm going to go save this baby. Something, like, obviously, what they were trying to portray is, is something doesn't feel feel right about what, what's going on. He, he can't, it, it doesn't sit well with him. And you, you start to see, like, this isn't the typical behavior for a bounty hunter. You know, they, they're not supposed to care. They, they Again, he got paid. You know, he did his, his job. Yeah. That's not his problem anymore. Why why does he feel this way? So, this is a question from, you know, an outsider who has no clue. Is this the baby Yoda, like, mind? Minding no. him where it's like, no, pick me I, up, daddy. Definitely not. Definitely not. That <laughs> was just my thought. It's a good question, but it's definitely... I, I don't really think it's quite that extent. Well, and the, and the reason I'm asking that is because... I saw something on YouTube yesterday mm-hmm. that was talking about the new movie and how someone spoiled um, a preview cut of it, and something along in there goes along with what I said, and so that's why I asked if it was possible, is because of something I saw in a, in a spoiler thing. Oh, I see. Is Because I, I, obviously I don't know anything about anything to do mm-hmm. with this. Mm-hmm. So, they're saying these things, I'm like, is that even possible? We'll see. I guess ultimately it really just depends on what ends up happening, you know. And honestly, I'll be, I, I know there's rumors circulating that this show will tie in to the new Star Wars movie coming out in a month, but I'll, I'll really be surprised if it does. Well, and, and like I said when I asked first, or the during the first episode, I was right. like, hey, wouldn't it be cool if the movie kind of had like a cliffhanger, and in order for Disney to collect some more profits on the back end put it in the Mandalorian episode 8 or chapter 8 right and that would be perfect that would be a perfect money thing for Disney and I would agree however you can't really end episode 9 on a cliffhanger because it's it's supposed to be the end of the saga I know but it would be perfect since it lines up so perfectly with it would yes no yes I agree I agree but did Disney do that on purpose I feel like it would be the other way around though like Mandalorian would end on a cliffhanger for whatever happens to resolve in Rise of Skywalker. But it ends seven days after Mandalorian. I know. I'm saying. Up. I'm saying though, like I would normally think it'd be the other way around. So and, and and we could just be completely wrong, and it might not end like that at all. We got a little ahead of ourselves here, kind of going too far in the episode. I wanted to mention two things. The New Republic was mentioned. Carl Weathers' character, when the Mandalorian was talking to him about, you know, what are they going to do with the baby and. Carl Weathers was like, oh, we'll turn, turn them into the New Republican. I don't care what you do. See if they even do anything. And, and I think that, that's really cool because that was really the first the first thing that establishes, you know, that this was post-Return of the Jedi. I know there's a couple other things mentioned, but it, they said the New Republic, which I think is really cool. I, you know, it kind of establishes its place in the universe now. That makes sense. You said you said that earlier when we were talking about the notes, and I was just like, I don't know why that's important. Yeah, I, I, it's it's a cool deal to me. And the other thing I wanted to point out, the Mandalorian ship is pretty cool. 
it it looks like a modified version of the clone ship from Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith. If you know what I'm talking about, definitely compare a picture. It's, I think it's pretty cool. It's pretty unique, and I think that that's if that's what it's based off. He salvaged one of them and, and modified it to what his use would be. I think that's pretty cool. My my next point out or question about this was like his new armor. Do the Mandalorians like earn their badges in? Like, what they received. Because they were talking about, you know, it wasn't an honorable kill. and Because they asked him if he wanted to be... What was the animal called? A mudhorn. mudhorn. A mudhorn as his symbol. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, so, like, is is your symbol, like, kind of like your rank in the... Not a rank. It's really just, like, your... It, it defines you. Like, Boba Fett carries around the Mythosaur as his symbol. Like, the skull that I have on my arm. Yeah. Like, that's his symbol. And then again, Boba Fett's not really a Mandalorian, so... It's just their symbol. It's just kind of like their their thing. Like, you see that symbol and you know. And their armor is a big deal to the Mandalorians. Like, that is a huge deal. It's an honor to have their armor. Um, and I think it's cool that they're, they're showing that here. That, you know, he gets rewarded with the armor. Or the armor rewards him with new armor every time he finishes a job. And they keep talking about the foundlings. I don't know what that is. I don't, I don't really know what foundlings are. What I would imagine is, is there are people who aren't of Mandalorian blood, or maybe they're, like, orphans, maybe, because they, obviously he was an orphan, so maybe that's what it is, is he doesn't have, like, a family to... Oh, kind of like in a religious sense of, like, the foundlings, like, they found the Mandalorians Yeah, yeah like, he thing. was kind of adopted into the Mandalorian culture. Taking it in that way. Okay, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Uh, and I guess the whole, again, being an outsider and then to the fan-verse, mm-hmm. I, I don't... It's all very secretive and confusing for me, and I don't know if that's because I haven't watched all the other movies, or if they're trying to, like, intentionally keep everything secret, but I don't understand, like, why they're hiding, or why only one of them leaves at a time. So, Mandalorians are feared. They're basically, like, renowned warriors. You know, they their culture is all about war, being the best at war. They are warriors. Because of that, and, like... The reputation they've built for themselves. So it would be very, as a, as a regular person, being around just one would be very intimidating. So if you saw a group of of Mandalorians just walking into your bar, like that's probably something to not be comfortable with. That makes sense. So it's not like a, they're scared they're going to be killed, no. so they hide and they only come out one at a time? No, they just don't want to alarm the masses, basically. Okay. That, that, that's how I'm getting that. And um, it's interesting, too, because it seems like so they had a scene with the Mandalorian, and when he was getting his new armor, more Mandalorians came in, and it kind of seemed like the main character, the main Mandalorian character, is kind of like the odd man out. They don't, you know? Yeah, they didn't like it him. Seems, yeah, it seems like they don't like him and they things like that. They didn't think like it was that. fair that he was the one going out, not them. Yeah, exactly, and to me, fits the Mandalorian personality better than the character that we're seeing, because they're also all like. In a lot of the TV shows, like Rebels and Clone Wars, they're very arrogant people. The Mandalorians? Yes, yeah. Alright, so that kind of leads into the Mandalorian rescue. I know yeah. that in my notes, I was like, was this planned, or how did they know? I had this belief of, like, they were, like, psychic or something. I'm like, how did they know one was in trouble? Do they just get a feeling? What do you mean? Like, that when they went in and rescued him. Oh, so when, when the Mandalorian went to go rescue the baby Yoda. Yeah, I was like, how did they know he needed to be rescued? And and he was kind of, like, trapped, and he was pretty much about to get done. Yeah, and... <laughs> <laughs> or get killed, I should say. Yeah, and they just, like, showed up to the rescue, 
and there is a term, and I'm going to Google it before this comes out, and I'm going to add it at the end. The, the gist of what the phrase is, and I'll come back and add it in, is that you take the main character who, in all cases, should be dead, and you save him at the last second. All right, I looked that term up. It's called Deus Ex Machina, which is spelled D-E-U-S-E-X-M-A-C-H-I-N-A, and it means a person or thing that appears or is introduced suddenly and unexpectedly and provides a solution for an apparent insolvable difficulty. Basically, it comes in at the last moment and saves them right before death, even though they probably shouldn't have been saved and or there was no way out. Oh, okay. There's there's a term yeah. for it. Yeah, well, and, and obviously because their, their hideout is in that town that they were in, heard the ruckus, and I'm sure they just kind of either figured it out at some point or realized that that was the other Mandalorian. And because either way, whether they like him or not, or they're going to save save his butt. Well, here, here's my thing is they, they <clears throat> said that only one goes out at a time, so it's not like and they were, like, hidden. So there's nothing to indicate what you said is accurate because there's well, only one out at a time. Right, but so, but when, when one of their own is in trouble, they're going to have to save them. So, here, so yeah, Here's but, the thing. Exactly what I'm proving. How did they know? I don't know. Because it wasn't like, it wasn't like, hey, come save me, groupies. They just appeared at the perfect time. Like, there was no, there was no, there was no, there was not enough time for gossip to have gotten to them. Now, sure, hearing a ruckus, but they said only one leaves at a time. They hide in the shadows. But they're inside that town. Like, they're still... Yeah, but we don't know how big that town is. It doesn't look very big to me. Maybe I'm just wearing my tinfoil hat. I, I don't know. I think, regardless, now, of course, they've, they've made everybody aware of their presence, so now they're going to have to find a new place to go yeah. and hide out. You know, they're not going to, whether it's a different planet or it's just somewhere else in the town, which I, I think more likely the first one. But I think that that was really cool that they came in and they rescued him. You know, they all had their jetpacks, which bring which raises a question. Why doesn't our main character have a jetpack? Well, I think at the end he said, oh, I... Yeah, he says at the end, he's like, I got to get one of those. Yeah. You know, and it was just so cool to see the different types of armor. You know, they had the heavy gunner guy. Like, oh, it was just so cool. It was just amazing to see a live-action group of Mandalorians kick some butt. Highlight of the episode. For sure. 100% for me. Absolutely. You know, one thing, one of the, one of the thoughts I had, though, is, I mean, I think, actually, the baby was asleep. But I was going to say is, like, why didn't the baby, like, come in and, like, do Hold some... Hold its little hands up. Yeah. Little, little three do, fingers. You know, use the force at all. Yeah. The force, Sorry. Not voodoo. Not voodoo. Um, <laughs> that was that was my initial thought. I'm like, hello, wake up, baby Yoda. This is your moment to shine. We got to see you last episode. Come here. But like, and in their defense, they wouldn't want to put that in two episodes back to back because then it, then it loses its like yeah, appeal I guess you're right. and its yeah. like power because they want to save that for you know powerful moments like we saw in the beginning. They don't want to use it in every episode. No, you're right. And, you're totally right. You're totally right. But yeah. The whole time I was like, "Come on. Come on. This is the this is the moment for the baby Yoda." And it didn't happen. And I was I was a little disappointed that it didn't happen, but that kind of leads me into something that I was thinking about is earlier in the episode, he's when he's going to get the baby Yoda, mm-hmm. he fires off the little birdies that the lady gave him where she said you know, these are rare, mm-hmm. so use them sparingly. It, of course, that was just a foreshadow that he was going to use them in that episode. Oh, obviously. <laughs> but what I'm saying, though, is it didn't seem like he sent off, like, nine. I think I think I saw nine in there. And it didn't look like he sent off nine, because there was only, like, if I remember correctly, 
There's only, only like six. Th- three or four stormtroopers in the room when yes. he first used them. So, and it kind of looked like he only used one. And I, I'll have to go back and look and see again. But it, in that time, it looked like he only used one and it kind of went through them all. But Kind of like from Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. And then my thought with that is, is why didn't he just use those? Why was that moment in the in the um, room acceptable to use that, but he was surrounded, about to give up. That's a good point. And why didn't he use those? And that's only a good point, though, if he had any left, which... All right, small edit here. There were 12 birdies available, and there were four stormtroopers, and he shot off four of the birdies. So he had plenty left. I'm kind of on board with you in the sense that he at least has a couple left. He could have used them. You know, it's a, it's a definitely a good thing to think about. I guess I will go and look up, and I'll, I'll go back and I'll look at that picture and count how many there were, and see how many stormtroopers there were, and adjust the because I didn't I didn't expect to talk about this deeply into this, so and, and see what it was, and I'll add it at the end of the episode, because to me that's like that would be the perfect moment. Like, but on the other hand, they're probably saving that for another big moment. That's a good point. If, too. if there's more, yeah, because yeah. obviously they had his friends to back him up right there. Right. Right. So there are other options. Before we kind of start wrapping this up here, when he shoots the Carl Weathers character, he totally shot him on purpose where he had that steel in his chest, like hidden in his chest pocket. So kind of leaning into my final thought for this is the Mandalorian is kind of starting to build a, or realize a higher purpose of like what's right, what's wrong, like a conscience, I should say. He's starting to show his morals. Yeah, yeah. Where obviously he had some sort of attachment to that man, that he wanted to not kill him. Right. Even though even though Carl Weathers was just about ready... To kill him. To, you know, yeah, square up and shoot him. I guess I didn't notice that because you pointed that out immediately after. And I was like, what are you talking about? It just looks like he was shooting him and it just happened. Oh, you just think he accidentally shot him on the seal in his chest? Well, it would... In, in my defense, it would mean for an error. Like, because... They're all the Mandalorian. At least from what they showed, are all about their accuracy and killing everyone. And, exactly and my it, point. Well, what I'm saying though is like maybe that was his first error. No, it wasn't because because the character and I hate saying the Carl Weathers character, but I just don't feel like looking up his name in the show. But he showed him earlier that that was his payout from that bounty, and he had it, and he showed it where he was hiding it in his in his chest pocket. I guess they they kind of pre foreshadow foreshadow. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Precluded. <laughs> they foreshadowed to that because why else would they have shown it yeah this episode they was full of foreshadowing they could have just he could have just like pulled it out of his pocket or whatever yeah I mean, okay I can, i'll give you that yeah. that makes sense with all of that said um as we approach december we have some cool stuff in store a little bit different of what's gonna happen so definitely stay tuned please subscribe rate us and let us know what you think in a review Find us on anchor.fm and leave us a voice note letting us know what you want us to watch next. If you're interested in supporting this podcast, find out more at anchor.fm backslash discussing Disney Plus.